I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. So, Kevin... <clears throat> what you got for me this week? This week? <laughs> Are you going to make me an offer? <laughs> make me refuse? an offer! <laughs> I'm already blanking on which story that was. What, what, is that the Granny? It's the wraparound. Oh, okay. The wraparound story. Yeah. With Mr. John yeah. Ritter. John Ritter. Okay. Yeah. It's been a long day, folks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm getting ready to like drive 20 hours tomorrow. So just that's where my mind is. <laughs> Cut the man some slack. Okay. Yeah. No, but he's great in this. And uh, oh, he's wonderful. Uh, this was like just a couple John years Ritter. before he died, right? Because he died in like 2003 yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to believe it's almost tw- 20 years since he's been dead. That's, that's unbelievable. Nuts. Like an icon like you know yeah like you it's... never hear anyone say a bad word about that guy no no like everyone's like he was super nice and incredibly nice. talented brilliant physical c- comic yes oh my god three's company yeah oh fantastic unbelievable yeah. i think that's why it's so perfect but like he everybody does know him as such a like good guy so when he plays mm-hmm. these roles that are like a little twisted it's really yeah fun. He, it was uh around this time he was in an episode of buffy too where he plays this mm-hmm guy that uh her mom starts dating and he ends up being this like evil robot guy and it's like it's really <laughs> over the top and ridiculous but it's oh yeah, yeah n- like no one gave him enough cred like when he no. branched out but, like outside of that sort of jack tripper style he was mm-hmm. always really great yeah i don't I, you know i don't wax nostalgic over too many straight men but you know he was you know a good guy it seemed if like, i was going like. to he'd be like the, like one of the top ones you know? yeah yeah we like I hope we don't get like some big bombshell about him, you know, at some point. But that oh just yeah, it's breaks like, everything, which is like he everyone used his foster cats for years. Uh. Like no, John Ritter, no. How dare Cancel, you? Even though he's dead, cancel. <laughs> he shat in the trailer of the Problem Child. Like oh yeah. no, like he, that's he, not good. He had lunch with Kevin Spacey one time. And... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. These days, that's all it takes, really. It's it like takes. you must have been best friends. You knew. Hashtag he, he knew. knew. Or you should have known. Yeah. It was so clear. People like that have got to stop. You know, it's like when, like, you might have gone to church with someone once or gone to the, to the same school and all of a sudden yeah. they lump, lump you in with this person. It's like, maybe they weren't that close, you know? Right. Like, what the hell? Right. It's maybe, weird. Maybe somebody sat in the front po- the front pew and someone sat in the back pew. You know, yeah. maybe they just didn't talk at all. You know? Or like when, like, you know, that, 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 um, that, that kid found out that her father was the BTK killer i remember yeah. people like hating her i'm like what did mm. she do did she join him when he when he was ki- ki- killing like yeah what is this about like why hate it's... the person that didn't know either you know she no, was a victim that doesn't make any sense i was listening to some interview with like the the the, the daughter that was involved in the the rovers weight case and it was the same mm-hmm. way too it's like once the media found out who she was it was like uh, everybody like hated her of course even though she was oh. just a baby like if she was just you know it's ridiculous part of the process it's it's just it's hating a damn world. baby lord yeah yeah i mean yes babies are ugly but still you know it's it's not nice <laughs> <laughs> i mean can we just cut the shit here <laughs> <laughs> babies are your, not cute okay your baby's fucking ugly <laughs> stop <laughs> posting pictures until they're one or two yeah, and they yeah. develop a personality and a face that doesn't look like a potato Okay. That's all I care. About. Okay. <laughs> we were all ugly babies. Every last one of us. 
yeah. it gets better. And, uh, and they keep telling tell me that. <laughs> I keep waiting. <laughs> but it's a filthy lie. But <laughs> fucking Trevor Project. What what good is that? Ever done for it it just gets more confusing. That's what it, it just gets sh- more. Sh- yeah, I should say. <laughs> It yeah, gets weirder. Better, worse. It just gets weirder. Yeah, and more confusing and more abstract. And what the fuck is going on? You know? Exactly. Ugh. Well, you know, we're recording a little bit early for this one again, so mm-hmm. you know, any of these news things are going to feel super dated. But oh well. Probably. Let's. Uh, I mean, we have we a already new know pin... that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Did you know we have a new pinhead? They're like, what? yeah, I found it like a month what? ago. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Clinton, who I mean, I've never seen in anything really, but you know. I, you know, I her. haven't either. She's in Sense Eight, which I haven't seen. People seem I to like I it. I guess I have seen the first season of Sense Eight, and it was fine, but I don't yeah. remember too much about it. it. Didn't make a big impact, but I don't know. Well, people are losing their everlasting minds, or what's left of them, you know, yeah. because they're like, "Oh my God, it's a lady who's playing Pinhead. What are we gonna do?" And it's like, have yeah. y'all read the novella that it's based on, where it describes Pinhead as like a sort of female type character? Because yeah, like, that's what it was. So gender non-conforming. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, so so haha. That's yeah, what Clive Barker wrote. So yeah, he's producing this, so you know. Yeah. It's, he, so he should know. Conceivably, he's giving his okay on this. Even though we also have that Hellraiser series with David Gordon Green that I've heard nothing God, about. So confusing. Since then. So I, I hope like, it's just stalled completely. It's not going to happen. Please, Lord. Please. I would hope so. Please just make it stop. We don't need like two projects going on at the same time. Like they already did that in the franchise, and both of them are bad. So we don't yeah, need it. <laughs> it doesn't uh, work. Yeah. But listen, the the real qu- question here is who is playing Julia? Because mm, Julia yeah. is in the novella, and if they're staying close to the novella, I'm gonna need a Julia. Yeah. And yeah. so far, no mention of Julia. And if they've t- taken her out, I am gonna be very mad. I might put pins in my head. So yeah, upset. that would be nice to know. Like that should have been like the first thing they announced, really. I yeah, mean, I don't know. Is it Kate Blanchett? Because it should be. <laughs> What's I mean, she doing these days? I know. <laughs> Just making art films. Come on, yeah. Kate. Yeah. Come down in the gutter with the rest of us. Yeah, she'd be good. Or, uh, uh I don't know. I always um, thought like Marion Cotillard would be good. She's got like a like a vibe that could be good. I don't know. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. Or I mean, you know, the old standby Nicole. Yeah, what'd she do? She could, she could, she could do it. She could do it. Maybe Tilda Swinton. Maybe I don't know. Tilda, the master of disguise. I mean, really, like they should just be making this with Tilda playing all the parts, all the roles. Because I could see her in every single part in this. Oh, absolutely. She she would make a great pinhead. Actually, definitely (laughs) pinhead. The Chatterer would be astounding. Um, The Kirsty, I don't know. I think maybe someone else should play that part. Like, just yeah. give her a break, you know? Yeah. yeah. Definitely Julia, Frank, Larry, yeah. all of them. The, <laughs> the the weird, like, homeless guy with the, the bugs on his face. Yep, yep. The boyfriend, yeah. Could definitely, definitely the boyfriend. <laughs> maybe she could give that part some life, you know? That's what it needs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hope they respect the like griminess of the original, but oh God, I, hope I don't so. have a lot of hope there. But we'll see. You know, maybe. I'm cautiously optimistic because I mean, mm. listen, this franchise has had some ups and some serious downs, and mostly downs, yeah. mostly downs, and it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's still here. So I yeah. guess it's not going away anytime soon. So no. it can't hurt. 
give it a shot. Why not? It's like COVID. Like, we're never getting rid of it. So you might as well just, like, <laughs> yeah. learn to live with it. <laughs> a good surprise. You know, it, it seems like there's yeah. a lot of um, reboots in the pipeline. I mean, there's always reboots in the pipeline, but it, it, it did seem like last decade, like, looking back, we had a lot of good new stuff. And so mm-hmm. it seems like now we're probably going to have a lot of reboots again, which is fine as long yeah. as they're interesting and different. And, uh, like, yeah, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to complain about it because I've yeah. seen some great ones and I've seen yeah. some bad ones. And you know yeah. what? The originals still exist. So yeah, they're not going anywhere. seems like we're getting a lot of slashers right. again recently, too. Which yeah, is there's like that. The, there's someone in the house thing on someone Netflix. In the house keep meaning and, to watch that. I heard me yeah. mixed things, but we'll see. I have to. Yeah, I'm a little yeah. concerned, but I'll give yeah. it a shot. Yeah. And uh, I just watched that seance movie, which I guess is kind of a slasher-ish sort of. Yeah. How was that? Um, eh. It was, it just sort of, it just kept going and, and I don't think it's that long, but it felt like twice as long. I don't know why. I kept hearing it's like a Jollo and anytime I hear that now, I'm like, I'm done. I don't really, it's it's like the finale is kind of goofy and Mm -hmm. gory, but it's like, it's not a very, like all the deaths are just sort of like, oops, someone pop, pop, popped out and they raised up a knife and then we're going to cut away. So, okay. It's yeah. like that's pretty much what's happening for like an hour and 15 minutes. And then at the end, it gets all gory and goopy, okay. which is fun. I mean, it's not like the worst movie in the world or anything, yeah. but like, yeah, I wouldn't rush out to see it. Um, I just got my 4K releases of Misery and Silence of the Lambs. So I'm, I'm good Ooh, to go. You know? Classy psychological I... thrillers. <laughs> yes. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ebert. Yeah. Someone's got class. <laughs> Not like those trashy slasher pictures. <laughs> it's true. What a weird time the early '90s were. Yeah, just just yeah. so fucking weird. So uh, odd. So odd. Trying to just, find their footing, you know. Just... Can't even like put my finger on it sometimes. Of just like no. what was going on. It's so strange. Oh yeah, but yeah, it, it was like Halloween 2018 came out, and we waited, and we waited, and we were like, "Are we gonna get some more slashers?" And didn't really happen. And then we got maybe yeah. one or two, and then now it's like they're just everywhere again. And I'm like, okay, yeah. why not? You I'm know. okay with it. Yeah. I guess uh, Mike Flanagan is doing some Edgar Allan Poe of Usher, adaptation. Right? Yeah, The Fall yeah. of the House of Usher, which yeah. I feel like I read that in high school. I don't remember anything about it, but... I've uh, seen the movie. It bored me. Yeah. Um, yeah it's a but Vince I was Price also one, like right? yeah. six at the time, so I probably need to rewatch yeah. it. Yeah. It's one of the Vincent Price ones, mm-hmm. right? Roger yeah. Corman and yeah. You know, yeah. beautiful yeah. Technicolor. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. I, I, I think I should try to do some of those during this Halloween season Halloween because season. Yeah. I did finally watch The Mask of Red Death like last year or the year before and I that loved it. That was pretty it. good. It was that wonderful. was good. Yeah. yeah, it's got an insane finale with just Oh like my god. Everything that, yeah. all the colors and everything oh, too it's were just so like pretty. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh. He, he's like a dick in that part. Oh, like, I mean absolutely. That, that character is just terrible. He's yeah. a monster. That's most of the news lately. Let us know, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, by the time this episode airs, there will be new, more news. So, yeah. you know, don't you be mad about it. You got any scoops for us? <laughs> hmm. I mean, like, I got some, like, two-week-old scoops that are not scoops anymore. <laughs> so, sorry. Well, I watched a YouTube video um, about yeah. Scream 5. And they said <laughs> that there's a there's a shot where you can see a silhouette that it clearly looks like <laughs> Casey Becker. So, she's having a cameo in the movie. Oh, I can't wait. Just so you know. Um, She's got to be in there. They're going to bring her back. She might be a zombie. I don't know. I saw some article that was like, uh, fans really want Billy and Stu to still be alive. And I'm like, well. Do we? Billy has got, you know, shot in the head. How the (laughs) fuck is Billy going to be alive? (laughs) And I know Kevin Williamson was going to bring back Stu, but it's still a little uh, 
incredulous, unbelievable yeah, there. That you know? idea <laughs> never had very sturdy legs, I don't think. No. So, like, as as questionable as Scream 3 is, I'm not sure it would have been a whole lot better even with Kevin Williams in there, but I don't yeah, know. I mean, if they bring him back in, like, flashbacks and they've been, like, de-aged and stuff, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, yeah. If, mm. if it's just, like, a surprise, we never died, I'm going to be like, okay. Right. Yeah. Like, I liked the April Fool's setup that they kind of had that they were mm-hmm. going to do with Scream 3 where it's going to be, like, nobody actually died and then they get up at the end or whatever. Like, yeah. that could have been kind of interesting, but, like, I don't uh. know. Everything else is I don't I don't know we'll see. Yeah, I just don't I don't I don't like that idea. Yeah, seems a little a little hokey. Well, they did it in April Fool's Day, but you know. Well, no, 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 (laughs) no. Like just the i the idea of like Billy or Stu being back. Oh, sure, yes, that's what I don't like. Yes, I love April Fool's Day. Yes, yes. And I liked yeah. Cry Wolf better when it was called April Fool's. April Fool's, Day, but, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Which I haven't seen in a while, so I might love it these days. It's fine. It's yeah. yeah. It's uh, the best scenes are where they're talking on AOL and Insta Messenger and <laughs> Cry Wolf. Who is that? Ooh, get out of the the chat room. Ooh, gotta click my buttons and yeah, uh, sign out of AOL and oh, my dial up's dying and ah, uh. not the dial up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Come, Come to think here. of it, like. Halloween Resurrection, like, how did they watch that full stream and never lose a connection? Oh, That's there's no I'd way. Like, I'd yeah, like to know. Yeah. So that was, like, 2002, right? Like, how yeah. did that not become a problem at some point? Unrealistic portrayal of the internet. Yeah. Unlike exactly. something like Fear.com, which was a very realistic... Gritty drama about <laughs> Gritty drama. internet... <laughs> and a ghost who creates policing. websites, if I remember right. <laughs> I mean, you gotta do something in the afterlife to <laughs> entertain yourself, I guess. Oh God! It's <laughs> find my killer, please. Two thousand two. It's so fucking weird. Yeah, I really oh. want to rewatch that movie. I don't know why, but I think I'm gonna it's wait until Scream Factory puts out like a collector's edition or something because you know they're going to. At <laughs> oh, some, of course they're going to. Point. Yeah, yeah. Once I they've do. scraped the b- bottom of the barrel, I'll <laughs> be there. God, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was that. That was that year. There was like those two and Swim Fan and uh, uh, the Ring, like all these like technology. And the Ring was the only good one that was yeah. based on technology. And maybe because it was like, well, because it was good. I mean, well, but... it, it it had a script that <laughs> it had functioned. Script. It was, yeah, it was actually well written. <laughs> uh, and they weren't like trying to comment on like the most recent technology. Like it was a right. VHS tape, so it's like yeah. You know, uh, I wonder how all that plays to like kids now. Like, if they were yeah. to watch it, would they be like, "What is she putting into that machine? What, 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 what is, what is, is the, that machine? Why is it playing her mouth? grainy video?" You know, like <laughs> that rectangle thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be widescreen. <laughs> Where's the plasma screens? This movie's yeah. dated. Yeah, I yeah. wonder how it plays. Kids these days, who knows what they like? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, when I was a kid and I saw a movie with, like, a phonograph, I wasn't like, oh, we don't have those anymore. This is silly. (laughs) But I don't know. Maybe kids these days are. I don't know what they think. I had a... a student and he's like 20 21 he was like oh, i just watched malignant it like blew my mind i'm like well that's because you haven't watched anything made before like 1990 but all right blew your mind okay i mean yeah. okay i mean it was kind of fun but you know it didn't yeah like, it blow I mean, my mind. it's like there's a lot of stuff i didn't expect in it which is, which yeah, is good yeah. Yeah. it's a little crazy yeah, but it's a, little, a little crazy you know let's uh let's get a good list of stuff you need to watch yeah young I'll, sir I'll, I'll be happy to cater a little list for you there yeah yeah just pass yeah. one along as like a public service yeah 
I believe the children are our future. So <laughs> teach them well, and they will lead the way. Show them all the beauty we possess. <laughs> That's beautiful. I like that. That was my like Jenna Maroney impression. <laughs> that was gorgeous. Yeah, I haven't watched it myself else over the past few days either. I watched, uh, oh, wow. I watched one called The Wolf of Snow Hollow, which I saw someone post about, and they were like, oh, it's mm-hmm. like one of my favorite recent ones. And I don't know why, because it's not good, but okay. Oh, no. Oh, At man. least to me. Sorry to anyone Aww. who likes it, but I mean, it's just like this angry white straight guy and all of his anger issues. The whole movie, it's him like trying not to be angry. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> sorry you're so well, angry and repressed, you know? That sounds like a blast, Kevin. I don't know why you didn't enjoy it. And it's like people getting attacked by a werewolf, but it's like a weird tone where it's like, is this a comedy? Is it a drama? I don't, I, I don't, oh, I don't get it. It's one of those, it's a, yeah. it, it just, I don't know. Again, it was like seance. It's like, is it the worst movie ever? No. Do I, am I ever going to watch it again? Probably not. You know, just, yeah. know. you know, but I've been th- thinking how sad it is that most of the movies coming out these days are just kind of disposable. You know, it's like yeah. they, they come out, people watch them right when they come out, they're big for like a week and then they just forget about them. It's sad. I mean, it's probably been that way in every decade, but it feels like there's, you know, a lot of just mediocre ones now. And maybe it could just be because we've seen so many horror films at this time, at this point, too, that like our, yeah, uh, it's hard to surprise us anymore. I don't know. That's true. But not this movie. This is a good movie. No. Oh, yes. This is, this is a wonderful film. Yeah. Yeah. Magnificent. I I hadn't seen this until last year. You put it on your um, Halloween list. So I went and checked it out. That's right. That's right. It was a lot of fun. It was very fun. Yeah, I am curious as to why this is not on Blu-ray. Yeah. It had a DVD release in like 2000 that is long out of print with Cherry Falls. Yeah, it was with a Cherry double Falls. feature. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is wow. how I dis- dis- discovered it. I think they I think they were both played on USA. That's right. Yeah. As like TV movies instead of theatrical, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. And then like no one ever talks about this movie. No one talks about it. I tried to find some background information on it. There is nothing out there on the yeah. internet about, like, the making up process and behind the scenes. It's just, like... It's sad. It just kind of popped up on TV one day and then on DVD with Cherry Falls, which, yeah. y'all, if you want to do a double feature, go listen to our Cherry Falls episode. But That's know. right. You can recreate the experience of that shitty DVD. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, when I was a kid and I bought, bought that, wouldn't play in certain DVD players oh, no. for some reason. That. So it was a janky DVD. Oh, wow. Wow. Those two films do not deserve that treatment. No. Damn it. <laughs> I hate when they put out films like that. Like, I, 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 I like I picked up, um, I always forget what I'm going to do with, like, my Practical Magic DVD because it's mm-hmm. mixed with um, Witches of Eastwick. So I'm always yeah. like, is it in my 80s section or is it in my 90s section? <laughs> and I'm, I, it's like, and those movies deserve to be, you know, released separately. I think Come so, on. too. Yeah, like, can't what you get the do? cast back together for, like, a little Q&A? Something yeah. fun? Some kind of special feature that would be great, yeah. you know? I don't know. It'd be nice. Unlike the fucking I Know What You Did Last Summer Blu-ray that doesn't even have subtitles on it. <laughs> I put that on the other day. It's like it's like no menu and no subtitles. Like, what the fuck is that? We give you nothing. Nothing, <sighs> sir. Or maybe, or maybe it has a menu, but it's just like a, you know, a picture of something. It's just ugh, the cheapest is thing you can do. Is it an interactive menu, Kevin? It is not Because that's a special feature. <laughs> ugh. At least it was Ugh. back in like '99. They made such a yeah. big stink about that. Yeah, I think uh, they thought that uh, there, there there were some cool special. We talked about this. There were some cool special features. I remember I bought a um, it was a Sleeping Beauty Blu-ray the first time it was released mm-hmm. on Blu-ray, and there was this cool little like game in it where you'd like go through the castle and like they give you options, and it was one of those things like you could go left or right, and I'm like, wow, left uh, more and of, right. 
Yeah, more. I know, right? Technology, not man. Not forward, not backward, just left or right. <laughs> that sounds fun. I think I have that Blu-ray. I need to try that. I think it's on there. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. Now, now there's like diamond editions and pearl editions and silver. I'm like, calm down, Disney. Disney, I just stop now, putting shit back in the vault. You know? Is there a point when like Maleficent like pop pops out and is like fools, and you're like, ah, like, does it get scary? I hope so. I don't remember. That'd be fun. It's been a while. That sounds like a, a good day. time. Yeah, yeah. Wow. If I was designing the game, that's what I would do. Put yeah, some jump on. scares in there with be Maleficent. Fucking stay alive up in here. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Why wasn't I invited to the party? That's a that's a fun one to pull out over during um Halloween season if you need. Oh folks. yeah, Stay Alive is kind of it's not a good movie, but it's, it's a fun it's one. Fun, it's fun. Yeah, it's got mm-hmm. Frankie Muniz. Yeah, what come more on. do you want? I think he, he survives a, if he I remember had a right. But dog named Skip. I mean, yeah, come on. yeah, it's a good time. <sighs> Much like his father. Um, oh yes, in this movie. yes. Oh bless him. Yes. Brian Cranston, Brian in, Cranston. Uh, in a very pre-Breaking Bad-esque role, actually. It's just the it's sort of suburban yeah. father losing his mind. <laughs> very The Shining-esque. Like, yeah, he goes from, like, 1 to 10 very fast here. <laughs> I actually, what, as I was re-watching this, I thought he should have played the stepfather. He would have been really good yeah, in that part. Yes, he would have been very good. Yeah. I guess he was busy with Breaking Bad at that time, but, you know. Yeah, that would have been, yeah. Do? fantastic casting i mean i know the movie's already perfect for you but you know it would have just made it like you know it already has teeth cleanings in vegas which i'm still trying to figure out that character if anyone has any leads i'm really you know i heard it is when we're recording this it's like international lesbian day and that character was a lesbian so so go watch there watch the stepfather for some very strange lesbian representation and let us know if you have any idea what the fuck she's talking Please about. let us Every know. Every time she opens her mouth. Let us know. Because <laughs> I, I think I love her, but I just don't <laughs> I just know don't how understand. to reach her. <laughs> I, I just don't get it. <laughs> wow. Oh, Jesus. Wow. The oh, stepfather. man. Yeah. What a beautiful yeah. film. <laughs> Why is that oh. not in the Criterion Collection? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> It's coming. 4K, please. I'm tired of these 4K yes. remasters that aren't actually 4K. Yeah. Oh, do not get me started. I'm like, yeah. it doesn't count unless it's a 4K disc. It, no. Who gives a flying fuckadoo, you know? No. Okay, well, 2000. Picture it. Oh, I 21 I, years I, ago. I can, vividly. Wow. What a time, you know? Everyone survived Y2K that we know of. <laughs> I don't know. Well, there was that one dude. That <laughs> there was that one guy who would... Yeah. He forgot to uh, buy a new Dell computer, so it blew up and, you know, he's gone. But Dude, you're not getting the Dell. <laughs> he was fever, fever, feverishly trying to reset the zeros and ones, but he couldn't get it all figured out. So Pinhead jumped out of the computer and killed him with, with floppy disks. You know, but... You're not just dead, you're deader. Deader. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody's still kind of hungover from the late 90s, and uh, little did they know the real-life horrors that await them ahead, such as the 2000 election, and 9-11, and Donald Trump, and the car- everything the car- that has happened. The Kardashians. The Kardashians, <laughs> reality TV as a whole. <laughs> yeah, it was still almost charming at that point. It, it was like Anna Nicole Smith and, like, Survivor. Yeah, yeah that, was that was like, oh, like, you know. 
like the, the Osborns, real world. Yeah, I think the, maybe the real world. <laughs> who, you know, there were, and there were some charming gay characters on the real world. Yeah, and, you know, they, that was you know that was the time. The Osborns, yeah, like you said, yeah. what a quaint time. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun year for movies. Um, you know, it wasn't like a landmark one like 1999 was, but you know, there was a uh, stuff like Requiem for a Dream and Almost Famous and Memento and Billy Elliot let the gay boy dance. You know, um, indeed, yeah. You hear that Halloween 2018? Let the gay boy dance. Let the gay boy dance. God damn it. I rewatched that god fucking movie a couple nights ago. And do not get me fucking started on that fucking movie. I just want the kid to dance. Grandmother. I cannot. Have you talked to grandmother? Have you? I'm going to the woods to see grandmother. Like why? It would have worked if she had the accent. But she didn't. If anything, like... It should be the mom who should be referring to, like, Jamie Lee as, like, her first name or something. Like, Lori. Yeah, just be like, have you talked to Lori? You know, that would make sense. But, oh, no. (sighs) No, it's grandmother. Whilst thou trapped in the woods, grandmother. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's not the fucking queen of Genovia. She's a shell-shocked Trumper living in her basement with a box of guns. You know, calm down. Well, you know, as we were recording this, we will probably already have seen Halloween Kills, but, you know. That's right. uh, But as this episode has dropped, but what are you going to do? Yeah. We have not seen it yet at the time (laughs) of this recording, so. Uh, But uh, what else? I mean, a lot of horror films were being heavily edited. There were still a lot of slashers, but they were, because of Columbine in 99, a lot of stuff was getting pushed um, aside or edited or put to TV. I don't know if this was ever going to have a theatrical release or not. I haven't heard. Who knows? That. I mean, Who I, knows? it's it's the same company, I guess, that put out Sherry Falls. So I'm assuming yeah. they were just like, you know what? Let's not even bother. Let's just stick them on DVD together. Yeah. With no yeah. special features. It was directed by, co-directed by Lance W. Dreesen and Clint Hutchison. Lance uh, has done Big Bad Wolf and The Way Home. And Clint Hutchison did one called The Conjurer. Um uh, couldn't find a lot of background information otherwise about the movie. Like I said, it bypassed theaters. Like we said, it went straight to cable. Sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, not bad. Oh, okay. Actually, has some reviews. It already only has five, but still. Well, we'll bad. take what we can get after after midnight <laughs> with its after midnight had like two or three. Two or <laughs> Cinemacrazed.com says Terror Tract is a fun, freaky, and creepy anthology filled with a trio of horror stories that, although derivative, pack a punch with their clever twists and top-notch performances. Amen. Amen. You know? Good for y'all. They say it it opts more for dark comedy, and that works. (laughs) (laughs) It usually does. (laughs) Especially if you're a homosexual, yes. Yes. I think it's like the, the score and it's so over the top too. They, I love so the score. Great. It's so good. It's uh Brian Tyler. Who's yeah. done a lot of, stuff I think he's doing recently. scream yeah. five, five cream. Is he cool? I believe so. Yeah. Good. Cause I want it to be over the top like this. Yeah. So. <laughs> Bring it <laughs> on, Brian. Uh, another review. This is, um, Paul Lee, who's a writer for bloody disgusting. He's a good guy. I know Paul a little bit here. He says, uh, terror tract appears to be a fairly run in the mill millennial era anthology with meager value. But in hindsight, uh, the movie is a diversive subversion of suburban idealism. It rips up oh. the white picket fence and drops property values in the most amusing and misshapen ways. Oh, he's getting deep <laughs> with this he one. Is, Look at this. Is. Didn't know we were talking about blue velvet over here. Yeah, like. yeah. 
He says the stories are consistently engrossing, and uh, they crescendo to a purely demented closer. That is, which in is fact true. 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 Yes. Like that granny segment, I think is like one of the best anthology segments. Like oh, totally. Anything I've seen, yeah. like period. It's really. I think good. so too. Like, why does no one talk about this motherfucking movie? This like yeah. just for that story alone. I'm yeah, like, that story it's alone. It's so good. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's like creepy mm. and has a good twist. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get into the movie. What's going on? Well, there's a there's a there's a couple, and they are yeah. driving around with their real estate agent in this neighborhood, this lovely um, neighborhood here. Um, <laughs> Where like <laughs> dogs eat cats and uh, <laughs> get run over by cars, and uh, wow, you know, anywhere USA, and yeah, um, yeah. And, uh, and this real estate agent's very perky, played by John Ritter, you know, mm-hmm. and he's really trying to sell this house, and um, he wants to make them happy. And he yeah. talks about how, you know, he got this new car because he makes like five mil a year. And mm-hmm. the husband's like, oh, cool. Like, I wish I could do that and stuff. And he's like, yeah. how do you do it? And he's like, well, there's this great incentive program. I'll tell you about it later. And um, and they there get might to the be something first like oh, dark oh, yes. lurking below the surface. You know, very much so. What much like Wisteria Lane. Right. This this movie actually is shot like an episode of Desperate Housewives. It really and I is. support that. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. It's like Desperate Housewives before Desperate Housewives, essentially. Yeah. Kyle McLaughlin was talking, uh, posting about Desperate Housewives the other day. I'm like, good for you. Yeah. Like, thank good, you, Kyle. Good show. Did it have yeah. its ups and downs? Yes. But it was still. Absolutely. Absolutely worth watching. Yes. I believe so, too. Yeah. Yes. DH Pride. Yes. Um, yeah. So they see this first house and they're like, oh, my God, it's great. This is fantastic. It's, and it's a be- beautiful house. It really is. And they're like, so, like, what happened to the owners? Did they move? And he's like, well, well, um, like, well, like, I guess Funny you should find out <laughs> sooner or later. So full disclosure here, they're yeah. dead. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, what happened? And it's like, well, um, okay, I guess we have time for a story. And so he <laughs> gather around. <laughs> he, he tells them the story about the people that used to own the house. And yeah. there is a young wife and her husband who goes off to a little business trip. And yeah, uh, Rachel, Rachel York, who's a Rachel big Broadway, Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was in yeah. Victor Victoria, Victor and anything Scarlet, goes, and Scarlet Pimpernel, a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. she's fabulous. Yeah. And um, and her husband leaves to go on this supposed business trip, and all of a sudden her lover sneaks in, and they and they have a little rendezvous. Mm-hmm. But then the husband, surprise, has not left for the business trip, and he comes back with a gun and is like, "Okay, I'm gonna kill you both. I've got a whole yeah. plan. We're gonna make it look like she, she's she she's she's been hung, yeah, and you've been shot." And so he tries to he like sticks her in this noose. And like kicks the chair, and she starts, yeah. you know, being strangled, and yeah, and the the lovers like fighting him and stuff, and there's some business with some scissors, and the choreography in this scene alone is kind of crazy. Like just it's really all good the, like, things that have to happen to like get to the point at the end. Here, yeah, you know? it's really good. And then of course, um, the lover ends up shooting the husband to to death. Yeah, and they're like, "What are we gonna do?" And he's like, "I got it. Like I'm gonna wrap him up." And stick them in this lake. And what could they go think wrong? That's going to be the end of it, you know? And uh, then the next day, knock, 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 uh, the husband's friend, who happens to be a cop, is like, hey, we were going to go and go fishing. Where is he? And she's like, um, he's on a business trip. It's like, where? It's like, I don't know the hotel. I don't know. He's uh, you know, fishing. Yeah. He's somewhere. See you later. And totally suspicious. Yeah. And um and so she's like freaking out like what are we gonna gonna do like we need to we need to move his car 
mm-hmm. and they're like, where are the keys? We can't find the keys. He usually has a sp- spare set. And the lover's like, oh, I think they're still in the lake. Let me go get them. <laughs> Is this like Halloween? The keys! The keys! <laughs> the keys! <laughs> like my favorite line um and so he goes in to get the get the keys in the water with this little flashlight this is very like jason Voorhees Mm -hmm. underwater yeah that flashlight too like that's a waterproof flashlight where did did you get that all right like wraps it in plastic or something yeah yeah i guess that helped a little bit yeah Yeah. and uh and then it just kind of cuts away and we're like what's going on here you know and she's been having some bad dreams that her husband has come back as like a zombie. Yeah. And um and the the police friend is just getting more and more suspicious. He calls her and is like, I think something really bad ha- happened and mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh no, well we'll 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 see. And um and so while the lover is trying to get the keys, um, she hears a noise and she grabs the gun. And she waits by the door in the bedroom for this person who's coming. And she thinks it's, you know, the dead husband. So she shoots whoever is coming up up there. And it turns out it's the lover. She's (gasps) shot him. Gasp. The the scoring underneath is so like, oh, melodramatic too. It's, it's so, so great. Over the top. It's so it's like wonderful. A Joel Schumacher Batman movie or something. It's just <laughs> yeah. so over the top and like ridiculous. I love it. And she's just like screaming like no no. And then it cuts to the yeah. next day and the cops come in and they're like yeah looks what like what happened here is that they killed the husband and then they just had too much guilt and she hung herself because she's mm-hmm. hanging yeah. from the spot where her husband was trying to hang her. But the weird part is she's like all wet with all this like goo and stuff like a swamp Mm. or something. So what hmm, can that mean? Maybe, maybe there was something supernatural at play. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. It's, it's like my least favorite of the three, but it's still engaging enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah, It's like typical, like EC comics kind of style of like these two people cheated on this person and now they're paying the price, you know? Right. Right. But it's fun. Come up and come up and yes, yeah. good old come up and, uh, and and so the couple seeing the house obviously not amused and they're like, can we see another house where like no one you know hung themselves from the <laughs> master bedroom and he's like, yeah. sure, yeah, we've got time, and uh, but they go to another house and they're like, oh my god, this house is amazing, like this is so great, like I can see us here, this is so fantastic, and they're like, so what happened here? When <laughs> he's like. Well, there's just a, you wait. There's another funny story. Um, well, do you like monkeys? Because uh, boy, do I have a story for you. <laughs> Grab your accordion and gather around you. Because you see, there's there there was this happy family: a father, a mother, and a daughter. And the daughter and Here's the father were so close. A lovely lady. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then one day, this monkey in like this full little like organ grinder suit shows up in their backyard. And the daughter becomes friends with it and is like feeding it cereal and stuff. And they're not like that perturbed by this monkey. They're kind of just like, first, oh, yeah. it's a monkey. Okay. Like, well. of course, we live in the and suburbs. And the dad is, you know, the dad like, is like only upset because it's like taking time away from his father daughter time. Exactly. And and like he's a little mad because like in the first scene, like ev, ev like uh, I think the wife takes the daughter to school and he's like yeah. making some coffee and the the monkey like pops out and like scares him at the window and he b- spills the coffee on his suit and stuff. And he's like, Oh, you stupid monkey there. Yeah. There's some good, like 
middle age existential angst stuff going on Absolutely. here with his character. Like he, the first time you see him, he's like standing in front of the mirror and like, you know, Oh, I got love handles. Oh, I used to yeah. be young and pretty. And, but at least I still got my baby girl, but it turns out the baby girl prefer, prefers the monkey than him. So That's it's, right. It's, uh, and he's not thrilled about that. Cause like he comes home and they're having like tea parties and shit. And he's like, uh, yeah. no ma'am. Like we need to, you know, not do this. And she's yeah. just like diso- disobeying him and not doing what he says. And, yeah. So he kind of starts to blame the monkey and and the their dog does not like the monkey either at no. all. That poor dog. Oh my god, poor you guys. Dog. It's so sad. Yeah. Um and so he's like what am I going to do with this monkey? And he's like I guess I could just like stick it in, in, in a cage somewhere and mm-hmm. um that doesn't go well because he breaks <laughs> out of the cage and fucking stabs the dog to death so somehow. <laughs> so I don't sad. know how so this monkey can st- stab dog, but he does. And the dad's like, oh, shit, like, what am I going to do? So he wraps it up in plastic and, like, just hides it. I like when he calls the police. He's like, 911, yeah, there's a wild monkey on the loose in my house. (laughs) (laughs) And so finally he he gets, like, someone from the pound to come and get it. And that doesn't go well either because he finds the guy stabbed with all the knives all the, the knives kitchen. not just <laughs> literally not knife. just like stabbed multiple times with one knife no stabbed with like a million knives in the yeah. chest it's oh. and so he's like okay i guess i'll wrap him up in plastic and stick him in the garage too yeah yeah and so now he's like completely losing his mind and eventually, you know, he gets a gun and one night he, he hears this noise and he goes out to investigate. And when he comes back into his room, his wife has had her throat slashed. Mm-hmm. And that is just the end of it. He's like, I am going to kill this motherfucking monkey. Mm-hmm. And he goes into his daughter's room and is like, where's the monkey? And she's like, you can't hurt him, daddy. And the monkey like jumps on, on his back and is like taking bites out, out of him and shit. Like it's it's vicious. Yes vicious and uh and then he looks because he drops the gun and he looks and his daughter now has the gun and is pointing it toward towards him yeah and he's like put the gun down put it down (laughs) and then kapow she shoots him (laughs) it's crazy and i I think there was a scene earlier too where like uh he was putting out bear traps with like fruit loops in it and it's like what the fuck (laughs) so ridiculous but yeah he gets shot yeah, conceivably. And then the cops come again, right? And they're like yeah, trying to explain just... the situation. And and then it's back to the couple and they're just like, okay, um, this house is a no-go too. Let's uh, try to find something else. And the wife is getting like really perturbed now. She's like, what yeah. kind of a fucked up neighborhood is this? Like, what yeah. what's going on? Yeah. And the clock is kind of ticking for the realtor because he's getting a call from mm-hmm. his, uh, his boss that's like, have you made a deal yet? And he's like, I just, I have an hour. Like, just... We're, we're going to see one more house and he takes them to the last house and they're like, On did the left. I, yeah, or, or the right. I don't know. Or I mean, the, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> and it's a very nice house. And he's like, yeah, a very nice, respectable family lived here. Everything was good. And they're like, did anybody die in it? And he's like, um, well, well not really in it. In no, it, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, and they're like, oh, motherfucker, what's happening now? And he tells them the final story. Of the evening, come to which Granny. Is pretty terrifying, actually. It's mm-hmm. this teenage boy lived in the house, and he's got this girlfriend, and everything's great. And then one day he's taking a shower, 
And all of a sudden, he has this, like, psychic Laura Mars experience. Yeah. Where yeah. he sees this woman in, like, a alleyway being killed by this creepy person in a granny mask. Yeah. And he's like, what is happening here? No, this is not curtains. It's not. It looks like it. It looks like of, curtains. You know. It could be a, a related property to curtains. but Maybe it is. Maybe it's a Maybe. sequel to curtains. It's a stealthy sequel Maybe. to curtains. We never find yes. out who the killer is, so it could be the same killer. Who knows? I mean, maybe. You never know. You yeah. never know. And so he's starting to have some problems, and he's gone to see this psychiatrist, played by Brenda Strong. Brenda Strong, Desperate Housewives, hello. And he's, like, telling her, like, his life sto- story here, like, what's going on and, and how he needs help because he's losing everybody because ev- everyone's like, you're crazy. And she's like, oh, Mary Alice, what should I do? Because she refers to herself in the third person. So she's like, yeah, first person. I <laughs> um, and then he has another psychic vi- vision when he's in the pool with his girl girlfriend and like tries to drown her because he's uh, like freaking out. So this is much. fucking weird. It's like a mixture between like a seizure and an orgasm. And yeah. Like, what the fuck is happening here? It's very like showgirls pool sex scene it's like yeah. it's, it's a lot of like full full flappage you know it's yeah very, it's true and uh and he sees like this teacher at his school being killed after hours which is like a really cool like prom night style you know kill yeah. scene and uh and he's like what am i gonna do and like his girlfriend basically leaves him because he's so crazy yeah and he has like no friends left and his his life is just falling apart and then one night he has another vision and his girlfriend is the one being killed. So he rushes to, to her, her house, but it's mm-hmm. too late. Like he finds like arms and legs just strewn on the floor. It's too late, you know? Yeah. And her like severed so, like, head, her head is just, like is just sitting just in the room. There. And yeah. so sad. And yeah. so then it cuts back to him at the psychiatrist and she's kind of getting nervous. Cause she's like, what if this kid is the killer? You know, like yeah. what if maybe he's the one doing it? And so, He's kind of acting a little fishy. Yeah. And so she decides that she's going to, like, book it out of there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so she actually, like, stabs him with that, like, um, that, like, receipt uh, thingy. Is there, like, a name for that? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Receipt pick? I don't know. (laughs) Whatever it is. We'll go with that. (laughs) And and so she stabs him, and and, and she rushes out onto onto the the hallway – yeah. And is is trying to get the elevator doors to open, which of course they never do on time in these movies. Nope. And he's nope. coming around the corner, and 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 she's like, "Oh no!" And he's reaching into his pocket, and he's like, "Hey, I've got something for you." And she's like, "Oh no! Oh no!" <laughs> and then he kind of like, like the el- elevator doors open and go ding, and she looks, and he kind of passes out, and it you can see that he's got like a gun, right? I think it's a gun. Yeah, yeah, and and um and she turns and looks to see who's in the elevator and who is it but fucking Granny, and she's like, "Come to Granny!" with this big old meat cleaver. It's yeah. And she just now screams, a "Good little girl!" Yeah. And so he was trying to warn her, but she mm-hmm. didn't listen, and so she died. So the moral of the story is: listen to kids. Children yeah. will listen, or should listen, or I don't know. Careful the things you say. <laughs> and now her ghost haunts the lane. I think so. And yeah. just <laughs> so it comes back to Desperate Housewives again. Yes, Terror Tract is a wonderful film. <laughs> <laughs> and then so it cuts back to the realtor and yeah. the couple, 
And they're like, listen, dude, like, we're not going to buy this house because this, like, who wants to live here? This place is crazy. And he's like, I need you to make me an offer. And he gets a phone call and his kid is now being held hostage (laughs) by the people in charge. And they're like, if you want to see your kid kid again, you're going to. He's getting pretty antsy at this point. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like freaking out, like, make me an offer. And they're like, no. And so he (laughs) grabs this pen and just jabs it into the husband's neck. He's like, interest rates are down. Oh, die, die. And like blood's just like squirting out and the wife is like screaming and she runs to, to the car and tries to get in and he's like, make me an offer. And she's like, no. And she, she starts the car and goes down the street and then she just witnesses a cornucopia of horrors. Yeah. There's like an old lady in curlers with like a, with like a, a, a corpse in mm-hmm. in her trash can and she's just waving mm-hmm. there's like yeah. a wife who's like shooting her husband yeah there's a dead dude in a kiddie pool there's just all kinds of shit going on all the stuff that they could have seen like the moment they got there but they yeah. were just entranced by this beautiful neighborhood and they yeah. weren't willing to look below the surface Apparently right not this, look closer yes look at that. the dirty laundry that's yes needs to be taken out i guess that's right yeah. and so she just drives off like i hope i never live here yeah, and he, he's like, this is such a nice neighborhood. I grew up here myself. <laughs> like, I bet you did. It is a hoot and a half, y'all. It's a hoot and then a half and then another half. So it's two hoots. I give it it's two, two hoots, hoots up. Yes. <laughs> two hoots up. <laughs> two hoots for me, too. Yeah. Hoot, hoot. Hooty. It's great. Yeah, the, the granny sequence is probably the best, but it's it's It's, it's, it's stellar. It's, it's great. Stellar. It's, it's, it's great. I, yeah, yeah, all the segments are pretty solid. For the most part, you know, I I enjoyed them all. Yeah. Doesn't overstay its welcome. It's like 90 minutes. Mm -mm. Yeah. It draws you in and uh, doesn't let you go. So it's it's good. Um, So where's the Blu-ray, people? Who owns the rights? Where is the fucking Blu-ray? And even the DVD, put up the DVD again, something. You know, it's only on like YouTube at this point. Yeah. And like the transfer on YouTube is appalling. Yeah. It's like pixelated. And (laughs) I'm like, am I watching pay-per-view porn from 1995? What is this? Come on. Come on, Ugh. clean it up. I it know. Out. For the sake of Mr. John Ritter. Even after midnight, which nobody knows about apparently, yeah. <laughs> is on Blu-ray. Come on. Has those two reviews, one from like Annie Clifflergenblergen from the yes. St. Richard's Oracle or whatever it was. The papers that don't like, exist. Related to you, I swear. <laughs> the Kiflergen, they're all part of the Clifflergenblergen family. The Clifflergens are very popular people. <laughs> Picture it. St. Olaf. The Gaflergenflergens. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Great picture. Good stuff. Go check it out. They don't make them it's, like this anymore, kids. Uh, they just they don't. They really don't. It's uh, now streaming on YouTube in bad quality, but <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> the way we have to watch it, too. So we're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's got a good framing device. It's, yeah. yeah it's uh, Which is really rare unique. in some of these movies. It is, and it 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 makes sense because, like, mm-hmm. when you show a house, you are supposed to tell, like, all the shitty things that happened, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's kind of fun that, like, he tries to hide it until they actually ask about it, and... Uh, <laughs> he has to say it. This poor guy, he's, he's really trying. Like, you do kind of feel for this guy. <laughs> you do. Uh, all he, he needs really to do tries. is sell a damn house. Come on. I know. Uh, I will sell this house today. I will sell mm. this house today. Today, will <laughs> If only American. there was an Annette Benning cameo. Like, what if she was trying to sell, like, the house across the street, you know? Oh, that would have been so And she's good. like, hi there, hi. 
How are I you? love a good neurotic realtor. Just <laughs> yeah. more of those, please. That should be a category on Netflix. What the world needs now is neurotic, neurotic realtors. realtors. Well, that's Terror Tract. Yes. Um, I hope you all enjoy it. I hope you watch it. Don't just listen to us. Don't take our word for it. Get out there and watch it. Tract. That's like a, a lane, I guess. Tract. I don't know. Yeah, like what, a like a like means. a tract home. I don't I'm not sure mm. what it means. It's like just like those neighborhoods where every house kind of looks the same, you know, it's mm. just kind of all yeah. very cookie cutter and It's good like, alliteration. So yes. there's that, you know. Tract. Terror tract just rolls off the tongue there, you know. Do you think maybe the title is why people didn't watch it? You know, oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Like, that sounds silly. We're <laughs> not going to rent that. I think it's beautiful. Say it soft, and it's it almost too. like praying. You know, terror track, terror track, and my granny is going to kill me. Terror track. Good stuff. Good stuff. That was our West Side Story. Yes. Medley. But I we mean, changed the lyrics so you can't sue yeah, us. Yeah, you can't sue us, Mister. <laughs> it was a Sondheim. parody. Okay. All right. Don't don't you get frisky, sir. Yes. We're fans. Okay. We're not gonna settle because for that. Steven Sondheim has nothing better to do than he's just listening to homos on Haunted Hill. Homos on Haunted Hill and suing us. He's like I like those fellows. They're they're, uh, yeah. they're good people. The Bernstein estate is really what's gonna get us. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Steven Spielberg is probably what's gonna get us. Yeah. I've heard decent things. We'll see. I, I hope know. it's good. I hope it's. I good. hope it's good. Yeah. Huh. Seems like movie musicals are kind of on the outs recently oh, so we'll yeah. see i don't know who knows <sighs> i keep hearing that wicked movie is that ever gonna happen like they've been talking about um, that for like a I decade now i think it's due for release in 2056 so <laughs> Probably. we that have a few up. years that's being a little liberal but we'll see if it becomes so, i guess ben platt will be playing alphaba at that point he'll be playing alphaba it'll be in like vr and <laughs> <laughs> that'll be fun wow <laughs> you can actually like go up with her when she's like defying gravity and then she throws you off the broom and actually sounds kind of fun it does the new ride at universal studios yeah Ooh, that would be cool be cool they could uh, repurpose one of those fifty thousand harry potter things they got they've got yeah, there yeah, and just yeah. you know you've already got the brooms just yeah it's true add in just, some yeah. me- music and you got yeah, wicked yeah yeah Easy. that musical's fucking 20 years old My jesus God. christ yeah Oh my god! Like I mean, it's it's kind of a joke of itself at this point. But like when it first came out, it was like you know people it's a big deal. People liked it. Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it was a big deal. Big deal. You know? Yeah, huge, 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 big musical. <sighs> huge, big, big, big musical. <laughs> huge. <laughs> Thanks, Julia. You're you're welcome. <laughs> That's Terror Tract. Mm-hmm. And additional thoughts provided yes. by <laughs> the Homos and Hot Tail. <laughs> That you did not ask for. You didn't ask for it, but we gave it to you anyway. That's our motto. Supply the goods. (laughs) It's like a free gift with purchase. Yes. uh, It's like a little tote bag. Yeah, a little tote bag. Take with Uh, you. And maybe it's it's like an off-brand tote bag and has some holes in it, but, you know, you can use it, maybe. It'll fall apart in a week, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We do our best, okay? We try, okay? We keep it fresh-ish. Ish, 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 yeah, yeah, ish. I mean, it's been sitting around for a week, but you know, it's still, still good. <laughs> still counts. Still good. Uh, do you have an overlooked gem this week? I do. I am going to pick a motion picture. 
Oh, a motion called, picture. Wow. Yeah, I know, <laughs> listen, usually I only do miniseries, but <laughs> this one should be a miniseries. Really branching out here. Um, Nightmare Sisters. Have you seen this movie? Uh, wait. What year is this? I Like 87, maybe? 88? The title sounds really familiar, but I couldn't tell you anything that happened, so it tell is me what Lin- happens. Linnea Quigley, Brink Stevens, and Michelle ba- Bauer as the dorkiest sorority girls in the world. They're so dorky, mm-hmm. they're the only ones in their soror- sorority, okay? Perfect. Yeah. And they end up getting possessed by, like, a, su- a succubus, and they become, like, sex- sexy and hot, and they just, like, <laughs> lure all these boys over and, like, eat them and it's wonderful so it's the princess diaries basically yeah yes and it <laughs> runs approximately like 14 minutes so it's like it's not much of a time commitment and it's yeah, delightful so it's a really good time that sounds like a good halloween season oh treat. totally absolutely that's good that's good uh i just watched one that like i kept meaning to get to and i just kept putting it to the side for like a decade now so i'm like i'm gonna watch this oh. and see how it is and it was a uh, sleep tight from 2011 oh i've been meaning to see that too it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, you got this dude. Uh, he's an unhappy concierge, and he works at this hotel thing, apartment. I don't know. Uh, and he maintains a really peculiar relationship with all the residents of this building. It's an apartment building. There we go. That's what mm-hmm. it is. It's in <laughs> Barcelona. Oh, and, fancy. Uh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, like... He goes around basically just sabotaging their lives in really, like, subtle ways. Like, he'll put, uh, like, uh, an irritant in people's cologne. And uh, so when they put it on, like, they break out in hives and they don't know why. Oh. Uh, but he also does some really, really bizarre things like chloroforming people when they're sleeping and just, like, oh, sleeping no. next to them. And uh, it's just an icky movie. Like, you watch it afterwards and you're like, that was really gross. Um like, nothing really insane happens. I mean, yeah, like, really fucked up stuff, but it's not, like, I don't know. Like, it's not super bloody or anything, I should say. You know, it's just, you watch it afterwards, and you're just like, I don't know how I feel about that. I just feel really gross, and I liked it mm. a lot, but yeah. I also felt really gross. It, a lot of Hitchcockian suspense stuff, too. And, oh. um, even though I think that is overused. <laughs> one of the most overused descriptors Hitchcockian. <laughs> it's a very Hitchcockian thriller. You know what's um, really Hitchcockian is Night Train to Terror, and no one oh, ever well, talks about well, it. And... Well. <laughs> <laughs> because remember, he made that movie Strangers on a Train, and this is Night Train to Terror, and I mean, the connection the is thing. obvious. I mean, basically just it's a like remake. A remake. It's a remake. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's a reboot. I'll just, it's yeah. classier to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh wow, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's a good one though. It's worth checking out. It's like ten years old this year, so it's it, it's out there. It's that um, old. God, my list really needs some updating then, because that's sad. Yeah, yeah, it's the director of uh, what's his face? Wreck record. So oh, it's, it's good, good. Well, he knows what he's doing, so he does. Uh, Jaume Balagero, Balagero, whatever, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> We're trying, folks. <laughs> we really try. We didn't do well in Spanish class. No, I really didn't. <laughs> no, I was horrible. I feel bad about it. I, <laughs> I took like two years and I, I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I was like, I could have probably used it these days, but oh yeah, no. yeah. I had to just it. be like, when am I going to use Spanish? Ha ha ha. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, well, that's uh, Terror Tract and uh, that's our episode this week. Yeah. You know. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you didn't, well, you know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Terror Tract, Tough Titty. They go together. T-T-T-T-T. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs>
Uh, as always, you can find us if you take out your magnifying glass and your computer. We are, are we on, Waldo? What is this? What? Uh, maybe. <laughs> We're very difficult to find. Uh, but we are on Facebook and Twitter at HOHH Podcast. We are on Instagram at Homos and Haunted Hill. We are on Letterboxd. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Homos and Haunted Hill. Indeed. That's mostly where we are. Yeah. Um, I don't know where our brains are, but that's where we are on social media. So There you know. somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else, folks? Uh, how, how are y'all doing? Let us know. Yeah, you know. Let us know. We hope you're having a lovely season. Yeah, it's it's spooky close, fun. close to Halloween by the time this episode airs. So we hope you're having yeah. a you know, spooky, spooky time. I think we got one more episode this month after. We do. And uh, it's a good one, too. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a really good one. And uh, It's a very Halloween-y movie. It's, it's a, uh, no spoilers, but, you know, Maybe you can probably guess. But, you know. The most Halloween-y movie ever. <laughs> Maybe, like, if you can't guess by what we're saying. Um, yeah. I don't know. If, do we want to know you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, for crying out loud, <laughs> no, people! Like, no, no. Get your it's the one everybody's together. like. You have to do it because it's, it's you know, it's the most Halloweeny one. So it yeah, is. It'll be it'll be yeah. fun. It's festive. And, uh, it, it's it the most festive movie like ever. <laughs> like, Truly, I, I don't Truly, think I've ever yes. seen any movie that is more festive than this. Yeah. Have fun and uh, talk to you next week. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.